For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the Greetings, family and friends. Those of you who are new and those of you who are returning listeners, I would like to thank you for tuning in today as I know it is a very busy day for you due to it being Christmas time. Whether it's you have to wrap presents or cook dinner, I know that this can be a challenging time as well. So I would like to pray for you really quickly. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for waking us up this morning, giving us another chance at life, Lord. Thank you for giving us strength in our bodies, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to be able to come together with our family and friends and fellowship with one another, sharing food and just speaking about your word, Lord. We know that in every conversation you come up. So we just ask that you keep yourself on our tongues, Lord, and allow us to remember the reason for the season. We just thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. We appreciate all you have done for us, all you will do, and all that you are doing right now, God. Thank you for safe traveling grace, Lord, for all of those who are traveling during this time. We thank you, Lord, for your healing in our bodies that no sickness will prevail, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to be able to put our faith over our fear. In Jesus' name, amen. So, as I said... Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. So today, I named this Stay Ready because we have to stay ready so that we don't have to get ready, period. Today, we will be discussing the parable of the wise and the foolish virgins in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. Um, So I'm going to just give you a little backstory and then we're going to talk about it. There were ten virgins. The the five wise ones prepared their lamps and extra oil, and the five foolish did not prepare in advance. They just brought their lamps with whatever oil they had in it already. But when it came time for them to go, they asked the wise ones to share their oil, but the wise said, No, go by your own. And while they were gone, they missed the bridegroom. And by the time they got back, it was already too late. They shut the doors. So, you know, like, I was thinking to myself, like, hmm, do they have a right? Do the foolish ones have a right to be mad at the wise ones? I know most people would say no, but they probably was thinking like, dang, y'all selfish. Y'all just can't give us a little bit of oil so we can, you know, be ready. But then the the wise ones was probably thinking I'm, well they were thinking I'm not going to have enough for me if I share with you so nah I can't risk it <laughs> and I know that's kind of harsh to some people but it's I mean it's, it's real life but I can understand you know how the foolish ones probably felt because you know this is a moment of transparency I would probably have been one of the foolish ones 
But because I don't like to hurry up and wait, um, even though I would have came with extra oil, I still would have missed him and been stuck outside looking crazy because I was late, you know? So I would have been procrastinating, which is not good. Um, So I would like to share an example. My husband always thinks ahead about the next day and what things can possibly go wrong and how he can prevent it. Me, on the other hand, I prefer to just wait and cross that bridge when I get there. But as I said, procrastination can hinder us. This is why we must stay ready so that we don't have to get ready for Jesus's return. Because on the day of, it will be too late. We ain't, we're not going to be able to go around trying to repent for our sins. Well, we probably could. I'm saying, I don't know. We probably could, but it's going to be too late. You're going to be scared probably. Um, and we won't be able to blame someone else for not helping us out in that time of need. We won't be able to ask people, oh, can you pray for me? Can you? No. Because they're going to be trying to get ready. They're going to be leaving. We're going to be like, bye. See you later. I'm about to I'm about to go on up here. <laughs> and we gonna, y'all going to be looking crazy. I can't say we on that one, Lord. So it is imperative that we take accountability for our actions because it can prevent us from our salvation. If we are always blaming others for things going wrong in our lives, then we will never be able to fix our shortcomings or admit that we need God's help. We have to be able to discern and know when he tests, when the tests are from God or not, instead of feeling sorry for ourselves thinking, why me, God? We have to start thinking, why not me, God? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And when we are in a jam, we can focus on the solution and not the problem. Keeping a positive mind and an attitude of gratitude. Next, I would like to discuss Matthew 25, verses 24 through 25, the parable of talents. Now, this can perceive be perceived in many different ways depending on your outlook in life one could say the servant buried his gift due to fear of failure or jealousy or because he was ungrateful since the other servants had more to start with the main point is that you become a good steward of the gift god has given you whether it's one two or five if you do as well as you can with the gifts given to you by God, you were here. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Not only the gifts, but also the people did not have equal worth, right? So it's like both are worthy, right? But all three of the servants who were gifted, they were worthy because the the master, he gave them gifts, right? But they didn't do equal work, so they don't deserve equal pay, is what I'm saying. So like in in the workforce, right? If you have more knowledge, skills, and abilities than someone else, would you want to be get paid the same rate? You know, a lot of people talk about they they want to have that transparency in the workplace, but it it don't always work out because if you found out that somebody at a lower level just coming in the company, you've been in this company for 10 years, if you found out that they have they don't even have as much experience as you have. Would you be able to get, would you be able to stay at that company and be happy with the amount that you're making at that pay grade? If you know that they're paying the same people, new people who coming in the same amount, 
basically what I'm trying to say is equal worth does not necessarily mean equal compensation. Some positions require more skill or ability and thus are compensated accordingly. The two servants who did well are rewarded in different amounts, but they are both praised identically. The implication of the parable is that we are to use whatever talents we've been given to the best of our ability for God's glory. And when we have done that, we are on an equal playing field with our other co-workers, right? Our... So, yeah. Heart check time. Ask yourself, am I the servant that will sit on my gift or will I be the servant to give back more than I received? This leads me to examine complacency versus contentment. Contentment means that no matter what happens, you are satisfied in Jesus. Complacency means that no matter what happens, you are fully satisfied with your current personal effort in pursuing Christ, which could prevent you from reaching your full potential. So that's why that's why people always say I'm content, but I'm not complacent. You want to be content. You want to be grateful. You want to be happy for everything that you do have, everything that God has given you thus far. But you don't want to be complacent and not strive for more, right? So while striving to become our best selves, we must do so by following God's precepts. We must not covet, lusting, and desiring things others have because jealousy is the thief of all joy. Now, on the flip side, thinking everyone is out to get what you have can cause you to isolate yourself and not trust people. But we can trust and pray that God's will be done in our lives. What God has for you, no man can take it away, right? If God is for you, then who can be against you? If Jesus came to you today and said, everything, leave everything behind and follow him. This includes phones, Wi-Fi, TV, and everything that makes you comfortable. Would you? Now, I'm going to give you a second to think about that. Would you be able to leave everything that makes you comfortable to follow God, to follow Jesus, rather? Mm. You know, (laughs) I know, I know that's, it's tough to be without Wi-Fi and all of the things that we're so used to, but... I want you to really think about that in your own quiet time and be honest with yourself. Like, you don't have to, you can talk about it with your significant other after you think about it. But I want you to really think about that. Or is Jesus enough for you? Is Jesus enough for me? I have to think about these things too. Like, I want to edify you all, but I also have to edify myself and take and be accountable for my actions as well. So... Me personally, I'd rather sacrifice earthly belongings to gain my heavenly treasures. I believe it's worth more. Matthew 6 and 19 says, now I'm going to give you time to go to Matthew 6 and 19. Now we all might be familiar with this verse, but I'm going to read it anyway to refresh your memory. Matthew 6 verse 19. I don't went past it when I was reading y'all. Okay, now I'm, I'm ready. I'm on it. Do not gather up and heap and store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust and worm consume and destroy and where thieves break 
through and steal. But gather up and heap and store for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now, Matthew 6, it goes on to talk about like not worrying like trusting that God will provide for you and take care of you and he knows what you need so you have to trust that God has your back and he know what you need and he will provide for you so man I'm gonna go ahead and finish reading it because this is this is really good it says the eye is the I'm on verse 22 now The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your entire body will be full of light. But if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the very light in you is darkened, how dense is that darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve two You cannot serve God and mammon, deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. Therefore, I tell you, stop being anxious and worried about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, or about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life greater in quality than food and the body far above and more excellent than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And and who of you, by worrying and being anxious, can add one unit of measure to his stature or to the span of his life? And why should you be anxious about clothes? Consider the lilies of the field. And learn thoroughly how they grow. They neither tool nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his magnificent excellence, dignity, and grace was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothed the grass in the field, which today is alive and green, and tomorrow is tossed into the furnace, will he not much more surely clothe you? O you of little faith! Therefore, do not worry and be anxious, saying, what are we going to have to eat? Or what are we going to have to drink? Or what are we going to wear? For the Gentile wish and crave and diligently seek these things. And your heavenly father knows well that you need them all. But seek, aim and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness and his way of doing things and being right and then all these things will be added to you so do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own sufficient for each day is its own trouble (laughs) so this made me think like I don't I don't I don't think we can have an attitude of gratitude and worry at the same time. Just like you can't have love and hate at the same time in the same body in the same mind. You know? Um that's why it's so important to just be grateful 
and just trust God, trust God through everything. I know this year has been tough due to people being laid off from their jobs, the pandemic, you know, all of the stuff that we going through that we didn't think we could get through. But look at us. It is December, y'all. We are about to go into a new year. And I'm so grateful for everything that God has done for me through healing my body, providing financial stability, just, you know, providing food on the table, like allowing my family to still be good and safe and alive. Like, I'm just grateful. Like, I can't even think about, well, of course, don't get me wrong. I think about things that I want, but I don't let it overcome me and that's not all I think about I think about all the good things as well so it's like you have to have a balance like yes it's a it's good to have goals motivation aspiration you know whatever you need to get you to have that vision board but don't forget don't forget God like don't forget like we don't have to do things on our own that's the difference between us and the world so getting back on topic some takeaways that some takeaways for the day is what God has for you is for you. Don't let your pride in doing what you want do want to do cause you to miss out on your salvation and everlasting life. What we can do in the meantime. We can prepare a table for Jesus to meet us at. We can cultivate a safe place in or around our home where we can spend time praying, singing, worshiping, journaling, or whatever pure things help you tap into the presence of God. In the words of divine, he's a gentleman and he does not come where he's not invited. You can find peace and joy through prayer and gratitude. When we pray and give thanks to God, even when it's hard to, we are promised to be given grace and faith. I would like to close this out in prayer. I know this was a, a quick little episode because like I said, I know that we are all busy during this time. I just wanted to give you a little encouragement, upliftment because you deserve it as we all do. Thank you, God. Thank you for those who are listening. Lord, I ask that you would allow them to have a productive day, God. I ask that you would walk with them, Lord. Let them know that whatever things may be on their heart, whatever they may be worrying about, Lord, I ask that they will give it over to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I ask that you will take care of it, Lord. I ask that you will just help them to have that peace and joy that surpasses all understanding, God. I ask that you will give them the desires of their heart, Lord, when it aligns with your will for their lives, Lord, I ask that your will be done in their lives, Lord, I ask that they will surrender themselves to you, God, I ask that you will just carry them, Lord, help them, Lord, give them strength, strength, Lord, give them peace of mind, Lord, in this time, let them be able to enjoy their family and friends, Lord, for those who have lost loved ones, Lord, give them peace, Lord, feel that void in their hearts, Lord, let them know that their family members are okay, God, let them know that their loved ones are okay, God, they're with you, God, they are not suffering no one for anything, God, they don't have to worry about what they're gonna eat, drink, wear, nothing, you have taken care of them, God, like you will take care of us, God, help us to be focused on the things above, Lord, not the distractions that we see every 
every day, God. Take the distractions away from us, God. Help us to focus and give our lives over to you, God. Let your will be done in our lives, God. Fill us up with the Holy Spirit, God. Thank you, Lord, for your healing, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just the vision that you have given us, God. Give them the resources that they need to be able to prevail, Lord, and excel, God. We thank you, Lord, for your increase, God. We thank you for all the promotions that we're going to get this year, God. We thank you, Lord, for the overflow, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. Put your faith over fear and remember, you got this. Jay Nice loves you to life. Until next time.